A lot can happen between falling in love with a house online and owning it. Between imagining living there and breathing in your new home for the first time. Having an advocate who can help you navigate the complex world of financing, inspections, negotiating, analyzing the market, and talking through any anxieties that may pop up, that can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors and bound by a code of ethics. Because that's who we are. Welcome into another edition of College Golf Talk. Burko and Brentley with you. It is Wednesday night as we're recording this. We're both in Augusta, Georgia at the Augusta National Women's Amateur at two different hotels because when members of the media of this high stature, very similar to the president and vice president, we can never travel together. We can never be in the same places for that off chance that something happens, Brentley. It, it wouldn't be fair to our listeners. Yes, separate hotels, separate airplanes. The only question is, are you the president and I'm the VP or is it the other way around? I don't think I'd want either job. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm fine being staff writer. Wanted to sneak on busy, busy week. Augusta National Women's Amateur. We're knee deep into that. Round one in the books on this Wednesday evening again as we record. But we didn't want to be remiss and overlook some of the things that have happened in college golf over the past week. And of course, college golf talk brought to you as always by our good friends at Velocity Global as they seamlessly connect employers and talent, anyone, anywhere, anytime, anyhow. It's global work platform is built on cloud-based technology, compliance expertise, and unmatched scale in 185 countries in all 50 United States. We know now the world of work, it is forever change. Talent can live anywhere, work for anyone, and get the job done. And more than 1,000 businesses engage top talent in another state or another country without the need to set up a foreign entity or registration. And they rely on Velocity Global to make it simple and compliant. Velocity Global, accelerating the future of work. If you'd like to learn more, visit velocityglobal.com slash golf we'll get into the augusta national women's amateur at the end of it but let's pay off what we do on a week-to-week basis golf we'll start with the men valspar collegiate this past uh was it sunday and monday i've lost complete track of days monday and tuesday a big one a lot of heavy weights and the roller coaster ride of pepperdine continues they head east they're dominant. They win by 14. At some point in that last round, they were up, I believe, 20 or 21 shots. And Dylan Minetti hangs on for a one-shot lead to win the individual title. If you're going to make a statement late in March, the defending national champs probably said, you know what, folks, we're not going anywhere. Yeah, it's been a long time since Palm Springs when they were tied for 13th and I think we said this maybe about a month ago that William Mao was was the X factor and he needed to step up his play and he's done so. Another top 10 finish, just one bogey in that final round. I don't know about you, but I love watching Dylan play golf. He's he's such a quick player. It doesn't seem like he lets much get to him. And I mean, heck, I, I, I think it's really just the fact that he's a fast player. I mean, who doesn't like people who pay, play at a, you know, 
a non snail's pace. I, I would classify him more as like what, like a rabbit's pace or. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you who doesn't like it. If you're a producer and a director, perhaps on a college golf <laughs> broadcast and you blink your eye or you watch him pull a club and the ball's airborne four and a half seconds later. Uh, but no, to your point, you can play quickly. You can play well. You talked about William Mao tied for 10th, Joe Highsmith ninth. Uh, very nice performance by head coach Michael Beard and his squad. How about Florida State? Second, pretty impressive spring by the Seminoles. Wake Forest, nice final round. They end up in third. And then another team that we can't seemingly figure out week to week, Arizona State finishes fifth, 21 shots behind Pepperdine. And we continue to maybe focus on them week in and week out on this podcast because they're two of the four or five best teams in the country. Maybe the rankings don't quite say that, but I think come late May, I would be shocked if both them aren't in match play and probably making it to the semifinals. Yeah, it, it's got to be an extremely disappointing week for the Sun Devils, considering that they didn't have any player finish better than T14. But, Burko, you're, you're bur- burying the lead here. You've been bullish on North Carolina all year long. They're there, two, two places below Arizona State and solo seventh, and, and you're not going to bring them up. I, yeah, I, think, I'm, I think you're I'm trying to save to it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> getting to it. I'm looking at it. He had a couple of top tens for Gerard and Ryan Burnett, but uh, I'm not off that bandwagon, uh, but I'd like to see them playing better. You know, maybe yeah. it gets to the point, and we say it a lot, Brentley, and I feel like you and I pretty much know what we're talking about when it comes to this, but I'm not sure if – You can say it's Oklahoma or Oklahoma State or Pepperdine or Arizona State, and it's no disrespect to any of them. They have all played some impressive golf, and if you had to say right now who's the best team in the country, I'd probably say But ask me in 10 days, my my answer could be different. I, I truly believe in all the years we have done this, at least recent years, you could throw a dart at a board with the top 15 teams in the country and feel pretty okay with whatever team you hit and say, that's your pick for the, for the, for the championship. That's just the feeling I have with 2022 right now. Yeah. It's like one of those carnival rides. The uh, I think it's called the scrambler where it's, it's rotating. And then it's the whole thing is rotating and it just seems like a new team is coming at you every second. And it's, it's kind of uh, disorienting, and it, it, it may make you a little sick. I mean, Texas Tech's the fifth-ranked team in the country entering this, this event, and they tie for eight. Texas A&M, Sam Bennett, outside the top 20. I mean, that's a rare occurrence. They finish 11th. I, I think we're going to get to a, a scenario, Burko, in mid-May, where there's going to be a team that's ranked in the top 10 in the country that doesn't make it to Greyhawk. I, I just have a feeling that it's, it's going to be one of those years, and maybe even multiple teams. Yeah, the potential for a lot of chaos. And then if that happens, I might even go a step further and say, do you get that team ranked 23rd in the country or 30th in the country that gets through regionals and finds their way in the match play? Is it that kind of year? That's that's interesting. I mean, I don't know who that team would be right now, but but I, I certainly wouldn't rule that out 
in the realm of possibilities, but we also have to pay off. You know, we're talking about teams that may be disappointing. Um, an individual finish that, you know, uh, 18 months ago you look at and it would be like, man, I can't believe this guy tied for 76. But Sandy Scott from Texas Tech, I think in this case, it's good to see him back out there. He hasn't played in a long, long time since two falls ago, battling a left wrist injury. I mean, I, I think there was a, a moment or a few moments where we thought that this could be a career-ending thing. I mean, we didn't know when we were, we were going to see Sandy Scott back in the lineup, so just wanted to, to shout his name out and, and uh, just kind of express how, how good it is to see him back on the course. So though the birdies probably weren't there this week, uh, I think it's only a matter of time, uh, as long as he continues to get healthy, that we'll see him back in, you know, in the mix. It's one thing falling in love with a house, picturing yourself moving in and calling it home, and quite another navigating the world of price negotiating, mortgage lenders, and finding the budget that works best for you. An agent who's a Realtor can make understanding that world easier. Realtors have the expertise, access to proprietary data, and tools to help you get from imagining living somewhere to actually doing it. That's the kind of help we can provide. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Um, I agree. It's uh, good to see him back, as you said. We, the longer he was away from the game, it made you think of, are we ever going to see him come back? And at what level might we see him uh, return? So good news for there. Congrats to Pepperdine. Um, and we're getting to that point, Brentley. Next 10 days, teams are wrapping up the season if they already haven't conference championships just around the corner so uh, we are getting there and it's going to get a lot more intense a lot more exciting uh, over the next few weeks and obviously the next couple of months let's flip over to the women's side three events over the course of the season and this will transition in nicely to what we saw today at champions retreat golf club on the augusta national women's amateur i'm going to start with the Clemson Invitational, really good field up there. Scores were high. You know it's always going to be a challenge, um, but you quickly peruse that leaderboard. You have the top five teams separated by six shots, so it came down the stretch. LSU prevails, led by their junior sensation, Ingrid Lindblad, wins again, four victories this season, eight overall. Now the career leader, Baton Rouge, and for something that apparently, by many, not naming names, was a foregone conclusion, I now think it gets extremely intriguing, interesting, and competitive to see who wins the Ayaka Award. Wow. I think it's the Rose Zhang runaway. T- tell me I'm wrong. I, I mean, I, I think at this I'm moment not saying you're Rose, wrong. Yeah. I'm not saying Rose right now. Yeah. Win. Six weeks ago, we were engraving her name on the trophy. I don't think you can do that right now. Yeah, especially since these these postseason events, I, I, I think at least myself as a voter, weight them so much more. I do think Ingrid has put herself in the position to where if Rose does slip up and we do get to see them head-to-head at maybe a regional or the national championship, Ingrid could clip her. I, I, I could see that happening. I, I still would say that, that Rose has minus odds. Um, I don't think she's in the plus yet. Um, but yeah, I mean, from, from what I've heard uh, this course uh, this week for this event, the greens were really firm. The wind was howling. 
Um, so scores definitely a lot higher, but Ingrid Lindblad goes out, shoots bogey free on the final day, finishes at four under. I mean, she's just playing some incredible golf. I think it, it goes back to some equipment changes she made late last year. She kind of switched up her wedges, took some bounce off, uh, added a 60-degree wedge that she bent down to 59 that she uses out of the bunkers and kind of around the greens. And then she's just been working on her putting. I mean, I, I think it, I sound like a broken record when I, when I say, oh, a college golfer in 2022 needs to work on their putting because they're all ball strikers. It, it, but it's true. And that's the first thing she does when she gets to the course. She puts down her, her Vizio putting mat, and it's the last thing she does before she leaves. And I think I, I said this yesterday on air that their head coach, Garrett Runyon, has likened it to brushing her teeth. Just because she did it today, that means she got it. She has to do it tomorrow. And really, you should do it twice a day. So um, I, I don't know if, if, if you're a three times a day teeth brusher, Burko, uh, but I mean, I'm good for at least two. Sometimes the third sure. one pops in there. Kind of, kind of that, that post-lunch teeth brush, especially for you being on air a lot, I think I feel like that's important just to kind of keep it fresh. Yeah, got to keep, keep it, those keep it early clean. whites looking sharp. You know, it's the moneymaker. It's what uh, everyone's clamoring to see. So, <laughs> um, I'm not, again, not saying Rose isn't going to win it. I just believe now the door is open. I believe Ingrid has opened it and said, hey, you know what? If I could continue – excuse me, on this path, um, just something to consider. So congrats to LSU, congrats to Ingrid. We go from Clemson, not far away to Athens, Liz Murphy Collegiate over the weekend, South Carolina, top five team in the country, impressive eight-shot victory uh, over Texas A&M, Wake Forest third, Bama fourth, and both Georgia programs fifth. I, I could get drawn to Southern Cal, also fifth. 27 shots back Texas 48 shots back as they finished 11th and Ole Miss correct defending national champs that I have a feeling if they get in the wrong regional they could be in a uh, spot of bother uh, getting back to Greyhawk we'll see in did a few only, weeks did they only play with four teams I'm looking at the uh, the score right now or with four players let me see. I Let me say again, did. a bit busy week. I only see four there. Never a good sign. Uh, so we'll give but them a pass. Yeah. Wow. The uh, crazy thing is, is they have four players listed and it's numbers two through five. So uh, maybe they only brought four and uh, Corey didn't feel like any of them deserved to be number one. Who you knows? know, I saw her in the hotel last night. She didn't bring it up to me. I'm going to have to uh, track her down <laughs> to figure out the specifics. And again, bear with us all. It's one of those weeks where um, we've got other priorities, but we make this a, a focal point as well to have a better sense. But, um, you know, the Gamecocks, Hannah Darlene tied for fifth. Luis Ridquist, also a tie for fifth. Four inside the top 12. You know, they lost a lot, and they dug a big hole after that opening round of Greyhawk a year ago. But, you know, maybe this team – well, the resume doesn't say they're better. Maybe they end up being better when it's all said and done. Yeah, I think the job that uh, Kaylin Anderson has done this year, she has almost a completely new team. And I think it's understated maybe how important team chemistry is. I mean, we, we saw it a little bit at Greyhawk last year with, with some of the top teams not playing that well. Maybe 
you know, some things going on uh, off the course and kind of inside the team room. So for her to, to bring some transfers in, you add Hannah Darling, who's, who's playing this week uh, at, at Augusta as well. And she's just been great. The freshman from Scotland, um, so very, very, very dangerous team. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this individual leaderboard too. And you, you look at Polly Mack from, from Alabama who, who went to the individual title by four shots. Remember she, she was almost gone. I mean, she, she was in, in Q series. She ends up earning uh symmetric tour status, but decides to come back. And as we've known in the past with Alabama players that had, that hasn't happened. Um, so I, I think it's a huge boost for McPotter's squad for her to be back in the fold. We look at Amari Avery, T2, Carolina Shikara, T2, some other great freshmen, uh, women's college golf. We, we thought, maybe with that freshman class a few years ago with Pauline and Maya Stark and Ingrid Lindblad um, with most of those moving on, I was a bit concerned maybe about the future of, you know, kind of the elite teams or if we would see another elite freshman class like that. And I think they've answered that, that question. A lot of, a lot of great players. Let's freshen it up. It's the Epson tour now. Come on, let's, let's move it <laughs> forward here. You know? Oh no, I keep, it's going to be at least, I mean, probably at least three months before before I get that out of my head. All right, we'll let it slide. No harm, no foul. So a couple of good ones in the Southeast. The biggest, though, perhaps out in Phoenix, Ping ASU Invitational, the Sun Devils, impressive in their victory. 15 shots clear of Oregon. There you go again, the Ducks. We had Derek Radley, their head coach, on a few weeks ago. They continue to throw their uh, hat in the ring seemingly every week uh so for the sun devils to start playing well at this time impressive top ranked stanford third 23 shots back we don't now have to discuss any more about the prospects of the greatest team of all time i, I think the gap between them and everyone else has now disappeared maybe maybe the slimmest of margins to be quite frank with you yeah i mean you could all you could right now make the argument that they may be the third or fourth best team in college golf right now. Like you throw them out there, 54 holes on a you know neutral golf course. They, they, they may be the third best team. And I, I think a lot of that has to do with how, how up and down Rachel Heck's season has been. She's looked really good and she's looked not so good. And <clears throat> T56 uh, at, at ASU, at, at Papago, um, that's pretty concerning. I mean, that I've played that golf course. I don't know if you've played it. Um, I don't know what the conditions were like. Um, I, I heard the greens were were fairly firm, but it's not that difficult of a golf course. And for a player of Rachel Hicks' stature to shoot 11 over, um, that's that's kind of the alarm. But you know, we talked to her today, or um, after her round, she played well um, at Champions Retreat. I think she shot one over, and she just kind of chalked it up to just golf. I mean. I think we got spoiled because she was just so on last spring and won everything. And even her bad golf, you know, she was kind of performing like we see Roseng right now, where even her, her C game can get it done. And I think she's, you know, figuring out a few things with her swing, a, you know, busy schedule was playing a lot of events last fall. And, you know, maybe it, it'll be good for her to, to get it, you know, a week or two off kind of going into conference or going into regionals and just kind of reset. I think that's, that's what she needs, but uh, I'm not super worried yet. If, if we're talking about, you know, will, will she play well 
during the postseason, but yeah, certainly T56 is, is, is a little jarring. Yeah. I talked to Rose Zhang yesterday on whether it was golf today or golf central with our coverage from Augusta. And she said, quite honestly, it was just one of those weeks, not the end of the world. And they really grinded their backsides off to shoot two under. So, uh, you know, we've gotten to know Rose quite well, very upfront, very candid, doesn't really pull any punches. And it was just a week where they didn't have it. And, and that's okay. You know, if anyone can sort of rally that group, I believe heading into the postseason, it would be their head coach and Ann Walker at Stanford and Alexandra Force Sterling from Arizona state. While she had an individual win and like a dual match. I mean, this was her first big victory in college golf um, and Arizona state boys. I don't know. This is the right time of the year. We keep seeing them as this spring progresses getting better and better. I would love to go out to those pac 12 championships because uh, you can make the argument five of the best eight teams in the country five of the top 10 are in the pac 12 yeah i think it does help that their practice uh, facility is about a it's probably about a seven iron from the first tee at, at at papago so that certainly plays plays into it it's probably good for you know 10 or 12 shots but yeah they they, they played well um I, I i've been impressed by by alex's game i, I think she's kind of stepped up and, and and she's playing like a number one player on a big-time program. Um, I, I think Kay was talking about it on air today, how last summer uh, she won the German amateur, then she goes and finished runner-up at the European Ladies, which is a huge event. You know, you're playing against players like Ingrid Lindblad and uh, Emma Spitz and, you know, those those types of uh, players. And, I mean, she, she's been impressive. Uh, she's, she's, she's impressed uh, – you know, certainly me, but I, I know she's impressed her, her peers as well. And, uh, and, and she's pushing players like Ashley Many and uh, Ali Finale and Kaylin Russell. So th- th- this is a dangerous team. And um, I, I think they, they have a lot of fun um, and they don't take their, their, themselves too seriously. But, you know, when they stick the tee in the ground, they're, they're tough to beat. And it carried over today. Champions retreat, even par 72 for four sterling. Good for a tie for six after 18 holes. Just five players under par. We've learned in the previous two years, champions retreat is difficult. It is a championship test, as it should be. The greens redone from a year ago. A lot of players talking about the firmness and difficulty of them here in 2022. And when you have two players at two under, three players at one under, it it sort of speaks to the great challenge it is. You got a teenager, Anna Davis shoots two under, Benedetta Maresco, also a co-leader, sophomore at Alabama, and then Ingrid Lindblad, one back. How about Haley Borja from Michigan, one under, yeah. one back. So quality players that you would expect to thrive trying to secure that tee time come Sunday. And, um, you know, you and I have been part of this tournament, although it's just a few years, and it just feels bigger. It feels better. Uh, you and I have done hits on golf channel. I'm doing local radio shows, everything uh, we did. Didn't we do spaces, whatever spaces are on Twitter. <laughs> yes. Twitter I mean, my, that, yeah, that was fun. It was yeah. good. I enjoyed it. That was good. But everyone asks us about this. And I always go back to April 4th, 2018, Fred Ridley, the chairman of Augusta national golf club in the masters tournament, announcing the creation of this event. And less than four years later, it seems like we've been doing this for 15 years. And I mean that all in a positive light 
that when Augusta National gets behind something, we've seen it with dry chip and putt and nearly a decade old. It just is different, Brentley. It just feels different. It means different. And I know you've talked to coaches and players that pretty much the consensus is if you can win one thing at all of women's amateur golf, this is it. This one. Yeah. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Yeah, it's it's one of those events that can raise the profile of any player. I mean, we saw it the very first year with Jennifer Cupchow. She was already a star in, in college golf, amateur golf. Everyone knew who she was. Everyone knew who Maria Fossey was. But their performance, their battle down the stretch on national television, I think it it, it heightened their their profiles even more. But then on, on the flip side, a player like Japan's uh, – Tsubasa Kajitani last year, I had never heard of her before the week. I don't know if you had Burko, but uh, you know this this tournament, whether you're you're a star or whether you're an unknown, um, people are going to know who you are if you win and and you leave Augusta National and drive down Magnolia Lane with the trophy in your hand. And I think early on this year or today, uh, I, I would argue that there's probably more unknowns than than standouts would you agree uh yeah i mean i think like right. a, a, a top the leaderboard yeah, agree yeah yeah, yeah. i mean you've got 70 yeah you got 72 of the world's best representing 24 countries but you look at rosang four over 76 i believe the same score shot by rachel Keane. some of the names that we thought would play well just simply struggled so it speaks to the depth the talent the parody you and i have spoken to a ton of over the past days and you know when it was announced you couldn't dream it because it wasn't a possibility and now just a couple years in these women aren't only excited to be here to have an opportunity but they also talk about well maybe someone at home a young girl will watch it and get interested you can now dream about playing at augusta national it it seemingly has happened overnight um and and it's just uh a pleasant addition to women's amateur golf to showcase it, to give them center stage before drive chip and putt and before the masters tournament. And can't wait to see how it's all going to shake out. Uh, Obviously some weather uh, by the time this is up and running going to be an issue on Thursday, but ultimately Saturday, the weather looks great on the weekend. There's going to be, there's going to be some excitement, some drama, some pressure packed moments. Uh, if the previous two editions are are any indication, and uh, I can't wait to get out there again and watch it and be a part of it and do hits and join uh, Mike Tirico and the crew on NBC on the weekend. Um, it's one of those weeks. I know all these women circle it. It's on my short list <laughs> of the great things we get to do. And, and let's be honest, we get to do a lot of a lot of pretty impressive things in our uh, in our journey of employment. Yeah, going back to what you were talking about just a little bit earlier, though, I, I thought it was I had a little chuckle uh, either yesterday or, or the day before 
kind of reading through Avani Prashant's bio from, from India. She's just 15 years old, and she's already talking about inspiring the young girls back home. I, she's not much older than them. I, I, so that's how cool this, this event is. And there's a lot of, I mean, there's a good chance that on Saturday, one of the winners could not even be in college yet. Anna Davis is 16. Um, who else? Uh, Lee Chi uh, Song, which is kind of phonetically um, looks like Lee Ki Zhang. Uh, but she's she's just 15 from, from China. She's a shot or two back, two shots back. I mean, there's always this talk about experience wins at Augusta National, but I don't know. These these young girls uh, are fearless, especially Anna Davis. I mean, she's seemingly won or, or contended in everything on the junior golf level. She won the junior PGA last year by seven shots, which is pretty ridiculous if you think about it. She's got five straight finishes in junior events in the top four, including just down the road at, at Sage Valley a couple of weeks ago, the inaugural girls junior event there finishes third. So she's, she's got a lot of game. Um, she's got a lot of confidence. As I said, she's, she's, she's a creative player and uh, she's, she's getting a little lucky too. Uh, that, that chip shot that she hit on 18 clinked off the flag stick, gave her an easy tap in birdie. And sometimes you need breaks like that to win, but I, I got my eye on, on, on these teenagers because uh, you know, I, I think they believe in themselves and I think we're, we should believe in them too. Yeah, the future of the game in very good hands. I said it a few days ago. I will lean on the experience, taking nothing Who's away from that. Now? Who's your pick? Uh, I, I, God, I throw names left and right. I, I think we were really both bullish on Lynn Blad just the way she yeah. was coming in here. Obviously, you would throw Rosang as the top-ranked amateur in the world. She has work to do. I threw Beatrice Wallen out there from Florida State. Well, one only, over. Oh, yeah, only player to finish inside the top 10 in the previous two. I feel like those were the three names that continued. I think we both loved Chikara's possibilities until we realized she had four shots in the practice round uh, due to a wrist injury. I know you caught up with her, uh, the fact yeah, she, that she even gutted it out and got around the course. Uh, she was sort of maybe like a little bit of a flyer uh, in, in terms of what I thought uh, might surprise some people. Um, just in terms of, gosh, who is this young woman? Well, she's really good. Yeah, she she chipped pretty much every shot today. She uh, she told me she still can't go full bore uh, with her her full shots. And you know, I I would say with that considered, seventy six is pretty dang good around this golf course when when you got a, uh, an an arm that's hurting, a you know lower arm wrist that's that's hurting. It's it seems like it's it's a nerve issue and you know, maybe a inflamed muscle that's irritating that. So hopefully she gets healthy and, and starts improving health wise. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think you got to stick with, with Ingrid Lindblad. I mean, I mean, she's playing some really nice golf, but also, I mean, talking to her, she's laughing, she's smiling and you've covered her for quite some time now too, Burko. I don't know if I've ever seen her this happy. I mean, she really seems like she's, just having a great time out there. And ultimately, you know, in these high pressure uh, prestigious tournaments, you, you kind of need a little bit of that because if you can get, if you get too serious um, and, and you just, you know, you, you start getting down on yourself and then it just kind of snowballs. And so if she can continue to smile and kind of shrug off, you know, the few bad shots she may hit, 
Um, yeah, I, I think she could uh, – I mean, she, th- this is a player who should have won last year. I mean, that five-wood that she knocked on the green on 15 and then three-putted for par, that, that, that was a clutch shot, and she just couldn't convert. She, just, she made just one birdie at Augusta National in that final round a year ago. Uh, I, I think she's definitely looking for, for her revenge this year. And um, I, I, I would say that at this point, she's, she's the new favorite. Yeah, the comfort level, I think, is different. She told me that earlier when I had her on golf today. Um, and quite honestly, I think she knows the way she's playing right now. She's going to be a tough out uh, come Saturday, so it's going to be a lot of fun to watch this unfold for the third edition of the Augusta National Women's Amateur. We wanted to touch on that. We wanted to spend a little time, give a quick recap on what happened in the college golf world. Now it's both time for me and you to get back into preparation, to get excited for the next few days. And uh, we'll try to carve out a little time, maybe late Wednesday, early Thursday uh, of Masters Week, because that's what we do here on College Golf Talk. So our appreciation, as always, to everyone for listening. And for Brentley, I'm Burko. We'll see you again right here next week. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. To move closer to family, live within a smaller budget, or just wanting a change of scenery. Whatever your reasons, having to figure out all the various housing market trends in your area may not be what you signed up for. That's where an agent who is a Realtor comes in. Realtors have the expertise to help you find the right price and navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. That's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors.